0: Arshus Miketz Pari has these dreams seven good cows seven lean cows eating it up seven good grains, seven bad grains eating it up and he gathers along all his great interpreters, they know how to interpret dreams and nobody can get it right till the Mashkim tells Pari about Yosef HaTzadik how he interpreted his dreams, and the other sarah, Ufis, dream correctly, they take him out. Pari presents with a little bit of nuances, a little differences in the story. He tells Yosef at Tzadik the two dreams he had. And Yosef Atzadik at answers him. It's predicting seven great years of everything's going to be amazing, produce is going to be huge, and then there's going to be seven years of famine. It's going to forget all those previous years. Pari sees the truth in that he hires Yosef HaTzadik, he should be the one in control, he comes to Mishnah Lamelech, this leads the seats for the Geula, from here the Acha Yosef come down, till eventually Yaakov Avinu comes down and everything. What was it so amazingly with Yosef's interpretation? I mean, let's think about it. Pari is a king, a king dreams about what has to do with his kingdom, it's at the Nilus, the source of Parnosa. It's cows, it's grain, everything's about Parnosa. It's showing good and bad. He could predict good and then there will be bad. It's almost a cycle of the way things work, anyways. Yoise's dream was the Chokhom the Vinoven Sha'inkeduk How do we understand this? Of course, there's an elementary understanding in the chokhmah of Yosef Sadiq being able to be, as the words of Chazal, haroya see the future. Things look good now. It might not remain like that. It goes the opposite way also. But let's try to take something so much more than that. Yosef HaTzadik, in next week's Parsha, when he finally reveals himself to his brothers, The brothers were so humiliated. They were so embarrassed. Chazal tell us, about this. Look when Yosef HaTzadik tells them a few words of rebuke. The brothers can't face up to Yosef HaTzadik. How are we going to face our rebuke? When we come up there and we're given judgment, we all know the explanation of the Beis to this. I would like to suggest another idea. Chazal give us another example to this embarrassment. Bilam, going in with his asayinah, trying to travel, getting obstructed by his chamayre. He hits his chamayre three times. He doesn't notice that there's a malach standing in the way with a sword that doesn't allow him to go to his destination. And then he opens, the opens up his eyes, and he sees the picture. Hashem, as and he sees a Malach over there. The Asayim begins to give rebuke to Bilam. Why did he hit me three times? What did I do wrong to you? Bilaam was so embarrassed. What's the connection over here? Bilaam's embarrassment to his Asinoy. The brother's embarrassment to Yosef that will be the greatest embarrassment to us when we'll have to face our judgment, us at lovely. My River Rabbi say, Yosef HaTzadik's life is the answer. Yosef HaTzadik is the one that's a slave. Yosef Atzadik is the one that makes his life miserable Yosef HaTzadik is the one that gets thrown into prison brothers hate him, he has to go down to Mitzrayim, and all that flips Yosef Atzadik, because he was sold to a slave, found himself by Eshes P'etifer. Because Eshes P'etifer made his life difficult, he was thrown into the pit. Because he was thrown into the pit, he met those two people and gave the proper piss in the chaloyim. So because of that, he was taken out and came the Mishnah Lamelech, came the supporter of the world. The brothers come down. Eshes P'etifer now, his daughter, Yosef Atzadik ends up marrying the daughter of Eshes P'etifer. That was supposed to happen. So everything that turned out one way, turned out as a process to step two. Step one and step two, step A and step B, they all part of a process. The good and the bad, the ups and the downs, it's all a cyclical cycle leading up to one thing, to one avoided, to one mission, to one goal. The brothers get a glimpse of the full picture for the first time when they see Yosef, who he is, what transpired, the whole picture through and through, and they're so embarrassed. We're going to find that our full picture, lost and loving. Everything's going to be explained in great detail. Everything that happened. It won't even have to be explained. We'll see the picture. We'll get the full understanding. And we'll be so embarrassed. Bilam's Asayinah doesn't see what's happening. He's traveling. It's not letting go. It is letting him go. And then he sees a little bit. And even though Asayinah can give him most why did you hit me three times? Now that you see the full picture, Yosef At Sadik's into Pari is as follows. Not that the dream represents good and bad. Rather, let's look at the first words that Yosef Atzadik tells Pari. Vayoima Yosef Chaloim means it's one dream. That's the clue that nobody saw. One dream means I'm not just predicting to you an explanation, interpreting you dream one, dream two. Rather, dream one and dream two are one of the same. There's one cycle taking place over here. I see everything that happens as chaloy mechot, avoy achas. everything. There's no problem that happens that are inseparable. Rather, everything leads up to the great picture. And when you see life as that, as the Rebbein orchestrating, it's chaloy mechot, then you plan and you realize the good gives you chizik for the bad, the bad gives you a time to prepare for the good, everything is an echot, everything leads into one, there's no separate inseparable things that are happening that is the clue to the pisser Jesus' life taught him that he knew that everything that happened in his life led up to the chalim, his personal dreams that were chalim echot, the good and the bad, the good and the bad, and the good and the bad, all to lead up that's what the embarrassment that the brothers were having when Yosef revealed himself in Parshas by Yigash. That's our embarrassment that we'll have, we we'll understand. Everything is chalim echot. That's the interpretation that's taking place in this, over here. And with this we can explain also something that we see later on in the parsha. The brothers come down to Mitzrayim and Yosef at Tzadik accuses them of being miraglim spies, tricking. He does more than that. He takes the money that they paid for the Wheat he sticks it back into their sacks and he accuses them later on with the kesef that he puts bam tachter, bam tachter that they are thieves. What is, what is this? What is he accusing them of things that they have nothing to do with? It? Since when are the shvotem Ganovim? What's the idea over here about it? The Gemara, Baba tells us, Mepnei what is so inherently so bad about a ganav a ganav and a gazan do the same thing they steal something from somebody else a gazan does it openly and a ganav does it hiddenly and the Gemara explains the Ghazlan, he ignores the Rebbein Shalom he ignores people he doesn't care about anything he just takes what he needs a ganav is scared he's scared from people he does things secretively but the Ribbanisham sees everything that's happening. So he, he makes like there's a separation between what's the Ribbanishlam seeing up there to what's taking place in this world. And then he goes along and steals. But if we think about this, we have a problem. It's really I don't want to go into the whole details about it, but it's Gemar the same students of Ibiachum and asked a blessing from Rabbi Echel Zaki right before he was nifter, give us a bracha, and he said, you should always be fearful of the Rabbi Yishim, like you're fearful from your friends. Because when a person does not Aver, the only thing he's worried about is that he shouldn't get caught. It's so natural to us that we recognize the presence of people. But the Rabbi them, we have a hard time with it. We don't see it the same way. And that's what causes us to sin. It creates a separation, but we don't want other people to see so what is it that a Ganav, that's doing the same thing, he's scared from people, but he's not scared from the Rebbein Shalom? Aren't most of avers like that, that we do hidingly, that we don't do in the open? We're scared, frightened from people, but we're not frightened from the Rebbein Shalom? The great difference over here is, we understand that if a person falls into temptation, of course I'm embarrassed, I don't want anybody to see about, see it. It's human nature. A Ganev is somebody that separates the whole truth of everything and lives a total lie, lives in his own little world. It's not a moment of temptation. You're living with something that's not yours. You're thinking and feeling that it's yours. How do you ignore the reality, the truth about everything that's happening and be satisfied with that? A Ganev is somebody that doesn't seem to hashkochel yoina in the whole Bria. Everything that comes our way, the good, the bad, the bad, the good, it's all chalayim echadu. It's the story of Yosef Sadik. A is somebody that ignores everything and just sees his own little picture. I see something over there, and I want to take it. ayin <speaking> <Hebrew> orchestrates everything that happens. If you're not supposed to get that money, it's not going to help if you steal it. If you're supposed to get it, you'll get it regular. It's ignoring the El yayna, the inability to have that amun and betochan of Yosef at seeing achadu, seeing everything that transpires as one, seeing the good leading up to bad, the bad leading up to good. Everything is a process, everything, the boshums connecting everything. Whatever is destined to happen will happen, regardless of our intervention. Regardless of how it plays out, when things look bad and gloomy, we understand it's part of a process. We're not going to try to manipulate the results differently. Spying, stealing, all this is our Ache Yosef separated. They didn't see Yosef through all the, the whole step of his growth. The Chalayims that were supposed to have the dream, that were supposed to lead up from step A to step B to step C, at this point, till their full remorse about Yosef Sadi, they can be accused of Geneva when they see the full picture and the marker that as in Parshish Vayigash that's the moment that we say have we been living as a of our whole lives living as a of is not connecting the dots and living for the moment of what we're going to get here what we're going to get here what we're going to get here not realizing there's a full process full picture of everything that's supposed to happen and when things happen whichever way it happens to us it's for our good It will turn out the way it's supposed to happen. Remember, it's part of the ride. (laughs) Chalayim Echatu is the chizik of the parasha.